What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline. as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang ten with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff, like movies that just came out. So, Alex, one yes. to ten, no decimals. <clears throat> one to ten, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid nine. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. Go with hey. uh, Alex. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout. We are your hosts. We have Edward, Noah, Anthony, and myself, Alex. Uh, how are you guys feeling tonight? It's a it's a nice day. Pretty it's good. Pretty nice good. Feeling like kind of tipsy. Not gonna lie, but it's okay. I've been drinking some water, trying to stay hydrated. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> speaking about uh, being thirsty, um, we have Sydney Sweeney, uh, a cast member from Euphoria, with the Tig Bitties that you all might know. Um, <laughs> She is joining Dakota Johnson in Madam Web, the film. Uh, it's saying, "Damn, uh, bro!" Played... Immediately, immediately interested in the movie. I wasn't uh, before you said that. Uh, Dakota Johnson is playing the titular uh, character, uh, Madam Web. Um, hey, right now, I think tit. it hasn't been <laughs> funny moment number three hundred and forty-four from Rocha. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it hasn't been disclosed yet what role uh, Sweeney is playing. Um, but I'm sure she's going to be playing Silk. They're gonna Asian eye, or she, they're gonna make her eyes, you know, just appropriate enough for Silk. Um, but, she plays so, Spider Gwen, bro. Yo, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but I don't know, I don't know if a lot of people know what Madam Web is, so I just could like a quick synopsis. Uh, mm-hmm. Madam Web is depicted as an elderly woman with uh, myasthenic gravis, and she's like kind of like blind and shit, kind of fucked up. Um, so she's connected to a life support system that looks like a spider web. Um, due to her age and medical condition, uh, she never actively fought any villains. For that reason, sources have stressed that it's possible the project can turn into something else. Not necessarily like a Madam Web, Madam Web film, but probably like, you know, setting up into the multiverse of Spider-Man, uh, which would be kind of interesting to see just to see how that... Because Madam Web doesn't really fucking fight because she's just a cripple. But she, like, she can see into the future and has like telekinesis and stuff, though. She's I don't think Professor it's... Professor X, but and, Spider. And to clarify, this is in the Venomverse, right? Not the main MCU? No, this, this is just, uh, this is just uh, main MCU. Your mic. Oh, my bad. Uh, this is just a uh, main MCU for right now. It hasn't been confirmed if it's Venom Universe yet or if it's um, anything else. But it would make but, more sense if it was in the main Marvel Universe, with mm-hmm. so whatever slash Sony Universe, just because of all the spider shit. It'd be good to connect everything. But even then, I don't think she's gonna Dakota Johnson's gonna play the an old crippled Madam Web. I think she's gonna be like just thrusted into that role kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think it'd be pretty crazy to see her ageified, you know, just old no. like, made to an old person. But I don't know I think if it'd be crazy to see. It. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna hold up. I I think uh, didn't Spider Woman become Madam Web or am I wrong? 
No, uh, you're. Uh, I think you're on, on the right thing. There's multiple. What if there's, that's a lot of... there's a lot of directions they can go with this. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Just... Like, that, that they're saying that the project could go both any any way right now. If it's Venom verse shit, dude, I don't trust it at all. I don't know if y'all heard about Morbius, which we're gonna watch in a few weeks. Stay tuned. Um, fuck, dude. Apparently, like all the shit they showed in the trailers, like a lot of it's been cut out. Like the shit with Michael Keaton, the shit with Spider Man, like all that's like not even not even hinted in the movie. Why? I mean, it kind of makes sense. Just kind of makes sense, though. Also, the the review embargo is being lifted the day before release, and that's usually really bad because that means they didn't want them to release it a week earlier because they want people to see the movie before they see the reviews. I mean, it kind of makes sense that why they cut it because then it would if they mentioned Venom, then it wouldn't really play into um, Garfield's Spider Man. You know what I mean? Or not Garfield? No, Spider-Man, I'm talking about uh, fuck, I'm talking about them showing Michael Keaton showing up. That, no, like, that's all what I'm that saying. confusing shit. Michael, yeah. Michael Keaton was like, uh, she was uh, that one character that I don't remember her name. Spider Man. Mike. Mike. Yeah, she was the one that like picked up the mess and shit. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, G. My bad. <laughs> hey, bro, right, who, does, bro. Who, who does Michael play? Mike. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Morbius? Bro, I can't um, fucking stand you, bro. That's funny as fuck. Uh, but, yeah, I don't... I just... I don't know. I don't... I feel like it would have been confusing for the universe if they had Michael Keaton. I think it'll be cool to see Sydney play uh, Spider-Woman, except, like, she looks good all the way up to, like, her eyes. I don't feel like her eyes match a superhero, if that makes Anthony, sense. Anthony looks so happy talking about her. <laughs> I thought I was the dude with the crush on her, but shit. Do you know who's kind of mid? Or Dakota? Is are we talking about Sweetie? Yeah. Yes. I wish we could share it. She's been in other things in Euphoria, you know. I don't recall. She's in White Lotus on HBO. All right. I guess I'll die. Um, but yeah, that's my piece of news. Um, is there anyone who wants to contribute their piece of news? Alex, quit going away from your mic, dog. <laughs> I'm literally like an inch away from my mic. What do you want me to do? I'm going to keep it right there, bro. Okay. So uh, we're transitioning from my piece of news. That's my uh, Madam Web project right now. Um, Anthony, you know what do you have? You know what's funny about that, though? Is Kirsten Dunst. I don't know how to say her name. You're, 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 you're she right. was on Twitter and she was like, she was basically like, yeah, I wish I was in the MCU. <laughs> and she basically said that. She was like, it would be nice to have all that money. Let me read she said, you know, I joined that multiverse. I feel like I'm the only one that wasn't that hasn't joined it. I'm like, please put me in. Put me in the lineup. I need to pay for my house and kids. <laughs> shows up. She shows up. Peter, why the fuck haven't you kissed me? You know what? I'm going to go kiss someone else now. You know what? I'm going to go fuck Tom Holland. Aww. You know what, Peter? This version of you is actually way better than you. So, see ya. You know what? I'm going to fuck Ned, the CEO of sex. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought that was funny. And then, uh, what's her name? Bella Thorne. Did y'all see how she still wants to be Lady Deadpool? That's two pieces of news, Doc. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Uh, Did she really? Yeah, she quoted that, or she said that in like 2016 when the first Deadpool came out, and then nothing really came of it. And now that the next Deadpool's coming out, she's like, yeah, I still want to be Lady Deadpool. It's a shame she's a porn star now. 
I don't really see what? I don't see Bella Thorne doing that to be honest. Like Bella's, being cast. She's not a porn movie. star. She's a porn director, brother. They should get they should get Ryan Reynolds. Uh, they should get Blake Blake Lively. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be funny, dude. Yeah, because I already know they joke like that shit. Their chemistry is gonna fucking, be off the charts. About to say their chemistry on the fucking, fucking marriage is gonna be fucking crazy. Gonna be talking mad shit to each other, and they're gonna mean it. And then they're gonna have sex. What? <laughs> in the movie. In the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. In the movie. You know. Anyways. Regular Deadpool. Anyways. <laughs> Panning away from the sex scene of Deadpool and Deadpool, uh, uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Noah, what do you think? What's your what news? What about it? What's your news, brother? What is my news? What's it to you? All right, so our fellow lovely Back to the Future cast member, Christopher Lloyd, huh? Doc Brown himself, has just joined The Mandalorian Season 3. Um, and I, Yeah, baby! My opinion, the way they revealed this in such a major way, I think he's going to play a big role. I actually think he's going to be one of the leaders on Mandalore. I thought he was going to be a villain. He's going to be uh, Bo-Katan. He's he's gonna be Bo-Katan. I don't, know, I don't know what villain he would be though, because they're hinting at um, uh, Admiral Thrawn, and there's no no way he's playing Admiral Thrawn. The Admiral Thrawn. I don't. Is too I, don't young I don't. I, don't, I, I thought don't they were it. saving Admiral Thrawn for like a big crossover event between like the Ahsoka series, the Mandalorian. Well, uh, the Ahsoka series is supposed to follow her and Ezra, which I think uh, takes. It's supposed to come out after the Mandalorian season three, so I don't think they're going to do Thrawn in Mandalorian season three. Well, then I don't know what they're doing, but I just think he'd be cool as an older like Mandalorian leader from. Mandalorian. I thought I, I, thought I think what was they're good. setting up in season three is for Thrawn to kind of appear at the end, or like setting him up to show up in Ahsoka, and then Ahsoka will have him show up, and then it'll be big crossover shit. They could tease him in the Mandalorian. You know, this whole time before what if all this, didn't have eyebrows. Before like before before the book book of Boba Fett and stuff, I thought, oh, Grogu will be back by the end of season three or something, or he'll just like have like you know little force powers. Sadly, they didn't do that. I still don't like the way that ended, but you know that's. I actually don't mind that all too much. I think there's a potential that he goes back with Luke after like season three or something for a little bit. I got the impression that he would be playing Yoda's dad. Did you guys see that? Speaking of which, that Disney did in fact announce that they are doing a animated Luke Skywalker series. When? Is that um, true? When did yes, they say sir. that? How did I miss it? Animated I don't miss style, anything. It's really important in which style they animated. <clears throat> Actually, I don't. Okay. I misquoted that. Let me run it back a little bit. Yeah. So Star go. Wars isn't doing confirmed a animated Luke Skywalker series. They're doing a new animated series that is set to follow a major character, which I would uh, assume would be Luke. Every, most fans assume that it would be Luke because his like the the amount of years he spent like basically like exploring the galaxy and doing Luke stuff. It was largely unexplored, even in the comics. It's very unexplored. So most people assume it would be Luke, since he's a legacy character and they've been leaning more into him. Where are you seeing this? Interesting. I'm not seeing source? this anywhere. What's your source, bro? Me. I lied about it. 
That's set be... to come out in 2022. Send it in think... the chat. Send no, it in the I'm... chat. Send me a link. No, I'm, I'm trying to find the article. I remember I saw it. Uh, headed for Disney Plus. Uh, <clears throat> it's costed. One I found is inside the magic.net, and they are quoting. Uh, it was confirmed. Blah, 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 blah. Bad Batch, understandably. Because I know the Bad Batch season two is supposed to come out. Yeah, they're set that, and now a new animated Star Wars series has been confirmed in the works. A project that was teased by none other than the Clone Wars director, the Bad Batch composer Kevin Kiner. I remember in an interview he was talking the Star Wars, um, the uh, the composer for the music in the Clone Wars said that he recently got commissioned to do a full score for a new animated series. And that has yet to be revealed what it was. But if they got him to do it, uh, it's going to be a pretty huge project. And most people are assuming that they would only do that for a Luke Skywalker series. I don't mean to burst your bubble, but I feel like that was a while back they mentioned that. That's probably why I didn't recognize it as I did it recently. Which that probably (laughs) was a recent update, but... They're doing a lot for Star Wars this lately. Like they're making uh, the entire universe. It's crazy. Article came out uh, March 18th, so as of recording, that was a uh, four days ago. Anthony. It's Star Wars. So it's yeah. Star Wars uh, gotta do something. Well, there was, was uh, rumor, there was rumors when uh, after the Bad Batch came out that they wanted to work on new projects. Well, yes, but he in an interview came out and said this openly in an interview. I know that's what I'm saying. That must be recent, like new, like new update. Yeah. I just said this was like three days ago. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. I guess it could follow him after episode what, six? Yeah. Because, I mean, after that, they there's like a very large time gap between that and the prequels where he's just doing Jedi shit. It's going to be like uh, when we follow Obi-Wan in the new and show. I feel like it would make sense for them to do him animated because they can't really do him live action anymore. Not in a full show, no. <laughs> exactly. They should get Mark Hamill to voice him too. That'd be really sick. No, I'd be excited for it. Better than the the mid batch. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I've never seen the bad batch. Is it worth it? I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't like phenomenal as you would want it to be, but it was. It did a good job. It's not as good as the Clone Wars at all. It's uh, it, it's just there's too many filler episodes for me. Which is really weird, considering there's a lot they could do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Alex, you're gonna watch the first episode and be like, "Oh my gosh, this show's about to be so great!" And, and there's then, like, like three the second episodes. And, I was gonna say he's second, third, and then the fourth was a story one, and like the next three were filler, and then it was just really weird. They were just trying to find a way to get to the last episode. Location. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, right. who hasn't said news? Everyone's good. No, but that concluded our news segment. We are gonna dive right into the motherfucking news. Wait. Sponsor segment. <laughs> Holy shit. Not the news. Sorry, bro. We're going to dive into our sponsor segment. I'm so sorry, Anchor. I did not mean to harass you. All right, guys. This week, our movie was Pixar's Turning Red. We're going to start off with our non-spoiler review. So if you haven't seen the movie, don't worry. Feel free to listen on. Uh, just listen up for the big spoiler warning. With that being said, Noah, let's dive into the synopsis. All right. Cute. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. Shit. Oh. <laughs> Noah has think, a. 
my thing turning froze. blue pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's my bad. All right, all right, all right. So here we go. Uh, May Lee is a 13-year-old girl who is torn between being her mother's obedient daughter and the chaos of her youth. As if that were not enough, when she gets too excited, she turns into a big red panda. Star, uh, directed by, and I'm sorry, I hope I pronounce his name so I don't really do. Directed by Domi Shi, starring Rosalie Chang and Sandra Oh. Where do we want to oh. begin with this brand new installment in Pixar's universe? I thought we'll go around. So I've heard that this was inappropriate in so many ways for children, and I didn't get that like at all. Like not even for a second during the movie, I was like, oh yeah, this is inappropriate for kids. They're, they're referring to a certain scene in the back. Mike. Uh, near like the ending. Oh, my bad. They're referring to a certain scene in the back. Um, we'll talk about it in the spoiler review. I'll I'll tell you which one they probably thought it was. I think I know what you mean, but I'll hear you yeah. out. I was about to say, I thought it was a completely different scene towards the middle of the movie, or towards oh. the beginning of the movie that sets I off everything. I think there was a scene. Well, I've heard a lot of people saying just like the concept of the movie was inappropriate. So I don't uh, know. It was probably the over-controlling parents that were specifically being targeted in the movie. So, <laughs> it, it, this movie was a good coming of age movie, a good way to to display that for kids. Not huh. like, not like, don't be scared of change and growing I up. Like you, I feel like movie. Did y'all? Okay, actually, I'll talk about that in a second. There was a like a little cameo, but oh, I don't know. Overall, I thought it was a good movie. I don't know if it lived up to the hype that or to the pedestal that everyone was putting it on, but I mean, it was a good movie. I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I think it was just, I, I, no, like, I mean, like, I, I can see where you're coming from, like, how people don't think it's like the best Pixar movie, but honestly, in my opinion, the the way it like, like animates, it's just so fluid, and like, there's just so like certain scenes where it's like so like gorgeous, like it's just it's, like so pleasing. Rocha, stop looking at me like that, you fuck. I'm you copied my whole you. fucking flow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean. Too, like, respectfully, it was just average. It was nothing, like, special about it. What? Like, it I, think it's, I think it's up there. It's up there with uh with Inside Out for me. Inside Out and Toy Story. Inside or not Toy Mid. Story. Uh, oh. <laughs> Wally, honestly, it's up there with Wally. Wally's a Pixar movie, right? Wally's a Pixar movie. Dude, um, Wally's one of my favorite Pixar movies. Best. one of the top, Like, my number one my, is Wally. Uh, so it's Wally, Inside Out, and then uh, Turning Red right now. Interesting, interesting list you got there. Mid, we may have to compare. We always compare everything. I'm gonna jump off of Alex and say I do agree. I think this is one of the best works of animation they've done because it's just very, very fluid. Whether it be just how many like motions they do with their arms or their legs, or just like whenever everyone's like, or whenever she's turning into a panda all the time. Like it's just like so like smooth and it just seems so natural. It's kind of crazy, just how like good it is. Which it makes me really excited for what they're gonna do with Lightyear because that movie looks fucking gorgeous. Damn it, bro. Damn it. We can't all go talk dark about how. We can't all talk about how pretty this fucking movie is. <laughs> well, it's also that was gonna like, be my. Thing. I already, I already I said gonna, it's a good movie actually, for. I guess like kids to you know. I guess like branching off of that. It is easily the most expressive animated movie I have ever fucking seen. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, every individual character had every detail of their face animated completely different from the rest. But they showed so much expression and emotion and, like, their own character individually 
that none of the other ones had. Like that really crazy girl in the purple sweater, whenever she would do like puppy dog eyes, she had like almost emoji like eyes while everyone else just had like realistic, like I, you know? Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. They just had like, Really, really detailed, expressive I feel faces. Like a lot of Pixar movies lately have set the bar extremely high, and I think a lot of Pixar uh, movies are have been very beautiful and fluid. So I'm not saying this is bad animation; it's very good, but it's on par with like the last ten Pixar movies that have been put out. And I think I don't when think so. Not all together. It's Maybe the last ten Pixar movies, <laughs> dude. Yeah, bro. No, I I really don't think so. I feel like with each movie they've been releasing, they've progressively been like peaking, almost, like hitting new heights. Peaking, like or if almost you can, slightly better than the last. That's exactly what peaking means. No. <laughs> Edge. Um, if you compare the animation on this movie with the animation on Soul, which was their <laughs> last m- movie. No, Luca. Luca. Damn. Yeah. Luca's animation. This one with Luca, they have very similar animation styles. Like they're similar in the way in their art styles. Not so much like the themes or it. It's as if because Soul, I feel like those last three they were similar, but Soul was like the prototype animation, and then Luca, you can kind of see shades. Yeah, it's polished, like, and, but this this new one is a lot more expressive. And then this like, one, they nailed the faces. Like, it's what it's you can see the evolution between their last. Like, if you were like Anthony said, if you were to go to the last ten movies and just watch like the first like a minute of each, you can continually see their progression, their animation style. Well, I also touching, touching on on Soul, um, it, it made everyone differently animated. Just because it was kind of showing the not only the like the message about like you know like like um like your talent or whatever, but it's also showing you how unique you are. You know, like not everyone's the same shape. So that's I think that's yeah. I get where you're coming from with the animation style, but where it kind of didn't make sense when you said they're kind of like almost like rough drafting their characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the that's the message I got from Saul. That's why everyone looks so different. Why everyone was there was fat people, skinny people, tall people, short people. You know, people big. You know, shit like that. That's why character I didn't design really... is different from animation style, though. Okay, see. Alright. Dude. I was just gonna say, last thing, I guess, before we head into spoilers. I really, really thought they nailed it with, like, because um, the big thing with the expressions is they're really, like, goofy. You gotta remember, these are, like, middle schoolers. Like, you'll see, like, the older kids, and they're not as expressive at all, but all these middle schoolers have so many different facial expressions, just, like, goofy motions, which, you know, I would expect from like kids and stuff, but I thought they did They're a good almost... job portraying them and like portraying, uh, especially with the main character, how like like scary it is to grow up and like you know be a, mm-hmm. become would... a woman. Which you a lot of people I, I heard. Even... Oh. I was just gonna say a lot of people I heard Sorry. said this movie is very aimed towards like young uh, young women, which I, in a sense I agree with, but it's not just for young women to watch. It's I was gonna say for the. The younger, younger characters, the younger characters that it centers around, showing them to be more lively. It's almost mm-hmm. like they're animated. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you. That's Get good. You. I'm. I, I, we gotta clip that. I'm clipping that. Everyone can laugh at your stupidity. <laughs> Just kidding. 
Anything else, boys? Mm. All right. Oh. Recommend or do not recommend? I boys. recommend this movie. Recommend. I highly recommend. Highly this recommend this movie. Anthony. Anthony. Huh? I mean, you recommend this movie or no? I'm 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 indifferent about it. Like, like it's a good movie. Watch it. Gives it a do not recommend. No, I don't not recommend it, but I don't necessarily recommend. I'm not gonna go and be like, "Yo, you should totally watch this movie," but I'm not gonna tell you you shouldn't watch the movie either. So you're indifferent. All right, respecting his opinion. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen this movie, three out of four hooligans do recommend that you watch this movie. So go watch it, and then immediately click play on this podcast so you can hear our thoughts on it and compare. That's a seventy-five percent hooligan score. Yep. And while you guys are gone, make sure to check out all our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, at the Hooligan Hangout. And check out our merch at merch.streamelements.com slash the Hooligan Hangout. We got really cool designs there. Check it out. Support our channel. And on that note, we're going to slide right into the spoiler review. All right, boys. All right. Who uh, who wanted – Alex, you go first. You were talking about something about the spoilers earlier about a scene. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Why are you making a fish face, dude? Uh, Anthony was talking. Anthony was talking about uh, this movie being more mature and some and, and sometimes inappropriate for like younger audiences. Yes, I was going to talk about um, the end, like almost near the ending, like when May uh, May or May is fighting uh, her mom, and she's kind of like just throwing it back. You know, like I feel like parents would find that kind of inappropriate for their kids just because they don't want their kids i mean i guess it's like hey hey hear me out before you say some shit all right uh uh it's just like parents don't want to see like characters doing that on the screen you know especially when their kids are like impressionable i mean i don't have a problem with it you know you know it's just it's just an animation bro chill it's just drawing but other parents like stricter parents would find that like oh that's kind of gross you know i don't want my kid watching that shit i think it'd be different if it it wasn't the painter doing it though that... Speaking of drawings, I feel like the issue that they were talking about wasn't necessarily that scene. While that definitely probably contributed, I think the main scene they were talking about was in the very beginning where Maymay's under her bed drawing fan fictions with that convenience store boy. Yeah. I think that was a scene that a lot of parents were like, hey, yo, what the fuck? I do Why are they to... showing this girl like sexualizing this dude <laughs> by I, drawing I, pictures I, of them I, together, you know? I do have to say, I think I did not come out of this movie expecting me to think this movie was a little horny. This movie was definitely a little horny. <laughs> I <laughs> but I feel like that was probably the scene that parents saw and were like, why the fuck are they showing this to my kids? Now they're going to go out and draw pictures of themselves with boys that they like. Even whenever uh, whenever she turned into a panda for the first time and she went past the, the dude at the convenience store. And she's like, she did that. Yeah, she's like hooping and hollering for him. Like I was like, whoa, calm down, girl. But I feel like, um, that does kind of lean into Pixar being really fucking ballsy lately, and going balls to the wall with their adult themes and not being afraid to tackle these really personable. I don't. Th- I don't think they've been going for lately. I don't think any of those things were adult themed because 
at that age, like 13, that's when you start to hit like puberty. That's when your hormone hormones start like <coughs> being produced like rapidly, you know? So all these 13 year olds have like that. That's when you start feeling those emotions. So I feel like it's very relatable. Well, yes, I agree. It's relatable, but I feel like to parents are like, Hey, yo, cut that shit. I don't want my yeah. kids to be seeing that shit because in their heads, they're like my kid's an angel. They would never do that. And they go through their journal and find pictures of themselves hand-drawn, making out with the random-ass dudes. Me. I mean, not me. What? It was also a good message for, like, um, like the really strict parents and stuff for the kids that feel how May did. Like, having to always be perfect and having to always be this, like, goody-two-shoes for her mom. Yeah. Those kids had a, those families had hearts-to-heart, heart-to-heart after that movie. But um, is there anything else y'all, like, rather enjoyed that we haven't said yet? Uh, um not necessarily like literally i think the animation continues to improve and improve and improve like the the red-headed girl that always wearing the flannels and stuff like me alex and yaritza all watched it for the first time all together like alex was able to like pause and like point out like dude it's like Mr. Incredible. You can see every fiber like of cloth. I've always loved how like, they've being done being real fuzzy. They've done the animation on hair too. Oh yeah. yeah. Did y'all catch the uh I think she was from I'm not inside uh, yeah, inside out, I think. Riley in the school? Yeah. Did yeah. Y'all catch that? I, I caught that. We were all watching me, Yaritza, and Alex were watching it, and I literally paused it and I was like Yo, I gotta rewind this. And it's no, like whenever she first turns into a panda at school, and yeah. she's running to the bathroom. And I saw the dude with the trombone, and I was like, I wonder if that's gonna be a kid from Seoul. And then instead, yeah. I just see Riley right there. I was like, oh shit, that's the girl from Inside Out. Yeah. That's because Riley's also like in Canada. She's fighting her own demons right now. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I get it. But, anyways, clip uh, that. This slide into our negatives. What'd you guys dislike about the movie? I it's it's just a little nitpick. I thought it was just a bit too long. Just 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 a hair. There was some scenes of drag. Just just just, just a tiny bit. But it's not, I'm not gonna hold it against it pretty much. Anthony, Anthony, do you have anything you like dislike other than the? Well, I guess that wasn't really a dislike you've talked about yet. There's just a misconception. Uh, um. Uh, I didn't have any uh, too many negatives besides there was nothing really that stood out to me like you know what I mean like nothing nothing groundbreaking it was just like another Pixar movie to you yeah there was no wow factor it was just okay I can respect that It's it's a fair assessment I think Anthony uh, Batman's was, behind you, bro. Uh, <laughs> why was the mom such a big red panda? Because she uh, she transformed so many times. It talks like about how she kept transforming. It's because she was the, like she had the most emotions like ever. Uh, I don't think so. I think literally it just depends on their personality. She has a big personality. Big Interesting. I don't know. It really didn't explain it. It just said like. Your panda's your panda. Well, I assumed it was because she had the most built-up, like, emotions. And so that's why she was so big. 
Possibly. Um, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I don't like that out of everything that could have happened, like what led up to her releasing her panda was simple. It was like a simple fall. You know what I mean? What do you mean a simple fall? Because she like, yeah. she like, well, she like knocked back. Like I get like they're, they're wearing jewelry and shit. That's because it broke. So that's what I'm saying. Cause it cracked. Cause it hit like the ground. Like, and it was like, Oh, that's the only reason her big ass panda was released. Well, no, no. Once it, once it cracked, it was like, uh, that was like a way for the panda inside. To no, come that's out. what I'm saying. Like that's the only reason it came out was because she she fell. She just got blown back a little bit. Instead of like you know tucking her necklace into her shirt or some shit, and mm-hmm. then like falling, but like it was like out there. You know, kind of like for me that was a plot hole. Don't hate me for it, but I think I just think that it could have been avoided. Plot I, hole. I, I don't think a plot hole is something that can be avoided. It was the fact that they were doing the ritual and that everything was going correctly, and then. What's your name? The main character was like, actually, no, I'm not, I'm gonna be my red panda and blew everybody back. I'm going to the no. concert. What it what happened was it, it was like uh, they could take off the rings and shit, right? No repercussions. Mm-hmm. As soon as they drop them, then it's like oh, like and it breaks, then they become the they release the red pandas and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she they all could have simply just really you know taken off the jewelry and just like done the ritual just in case you know because they're like oh something bad can happen, so they could have prepped for it. But, I don't know. But, uh, anyways, maybe. Uh, I was going to say something about that, though. Um, We're really hitting fan theories over here. Oh, uh, man. Go go on. I'll remember. Uh, Rocha? Um, yeah. Yes, bitch. Clap you went me. through it? I, I was actually shocked that they showed the... I was not expecting all of them to be pandas. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I that's, totally that's was ready for it. I think it literally set it up for them all to. Well, I thought the mom would. I didn't think the ants would. Uh, I I was really expecting that, but I guess what I would say is that it wasn't necessarily. I don't know. I think the dad could have played a better role, a I bigger. Think, I, I think he played. I think he played his role appropriately. The dad was cool. Yeah. He was, say, I think he, he was supposed quite to be dad. like the soft-spoken, like bullied, bitched out dad that he was supposed to be. The mom is the is the head honcho. The yeah. the dad came in play when it mattered most. Facts. Clutch king. Um, I don't, I don't know. I really, you guys really took the only negative things from the movie. I guess other than it, like Anthony said, it wasn't like necessarily the strongest Pixar movie. But it had a lot of heart, though. It did have a lot of heart. But to me, uh, I think Soul still beats this out. Really? As more, the more adult-centered ones. Oh, yeah. You're going off of that, yeah. I think just in general, I think Soul still beats this one out. So I wouldn't... He like said, I wouldn't... The only flaw with it is that it's not a top five or like a top three... Uh, Pixar movie for me. I think Wally is my top one. Like no matter what. I think it cracks the top ten though. Like I think since Soul, these cr- last two this Pixar films have regressed story wise. You're right, Anthony. It's top three. Okay. No, this is top ten for sure, but it's, it's not top, top 10, three. Yeah. I wouldn't even put it top five. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I put it in top. 15. I don't know if I would put this in the top fifteen. What? Are, what's well, your top? Speaking 15, of though? this, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh. Do you guys have anything else left to say? We will talk about it in a minute. 
Uh, uh, the only other negative I have is that it was released on Disney Plus instead of getting money at the theater. All right, whatever, dipshit. <laughs> whatever, capitalist scum. That doesn't negatively I mean, impact this movie at all. Story. I pirated the rating movie life. anyway, so it's a it doesn't joke, matter. You bitch. So, anyways, <laughs> scale one to ten with 0.5 decimals newly being thrown into the mix. Ooh, I don't like Anthony, that what would you rate this movie? Seven. Seven. Oh, he said it so quick. That was funny. All right. Noah, what would you rate this movie? Uh, nine. Alex? 9.5. I give uh, this movie an 8.5. I'm always the highest rated one. What's going on here? I've never uh, been the lowest. I don't, it's because I don't, I don't like the 0.5 system. I'll just say it straight up. I don't like we'll it. just do nine. Nine. I did do nine. nine. I'm just saying I don't like it. I give this an eight point five. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you do your first, folks. I'll write it down. Anthony seven, Noah nine, Alex nine point five, me eight point five. Oh yeah, oh yeah, baby. That rounds out to I think an eight point five. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I'll actually get it. What is it? 8.5 plus 8. No, wait. 8.5 plus 9 plus... 9.5 9. plus 7? 8.5. Yeah, you got it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, baby. Runs out to a hooligan hangout. 8.5. So, math. you guys, you heard our debate. Check out our YouTube video coming out one to two days after this one. Oh, yeah. We're going to discuss our top 10 Pixar movies, considering we had this such a debated topic at the end. So, check yes! out our YouTube channel, The Hooligan later, Hangout. Later. All of our social medias at The Hooligan Hangout. Check out our Instagram and TikTok. We are live on Instagram at least once a week. Our TikTok, we are posting videos frequently. Check it out. We're all comedic geniuses. All of our merch. Most importantly, we so have a short film coming out within the next month. So, build the hype, guys. Build the hype by buying our merch. Merch.streamelements.com slash the hooligan hangout. It's how we're able to fund these things. The yes, more merch please. you buy, the crazier short films we're able to do because it's more props we're able to purchase. So show us love, support, give us five star reviews on Apple, Spotify. Little secret. We are all attempting to be Rotten Tomatoes certified tomato meter reviewers. The only way we can do that is through your continued love and support. So, help us out, guys. Drop ratings, share it to your friends, show us some love. On that note, yeah, say hi to your moms from all of us. See you later. later.